When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ, 3rd of Feb, it's just after 6 o'clock, hope you're up and about, you're ready to rip into your Friday, I certainly am, looking forward to heading back to the beautiful Hawke's Bay to see all my whanau and spend the weekend with everyone, nice. mum's unveiling tomorrow, so looking forward to going to see mama and having a wee catch up, but uh, yep, we've got a big couple of hours ahead, stay tuned. Give us all your important messages coming through double eight double three oh eight hundred one five eight eleven. A big good morning. I'm up in Auckland at the moment, so I'm seeing Robbie right behind me. So great to have you on the teammate doing a great job. Joey B in the house, and the one and only Saint Kemp. How you doing, bud? <laughs> morning, brother. I'm really good. I'm really good. Waking up this morning, get a little. I was. I knew too. I'd get a little text from you saying, "Hey, boat, come pick me up." <laughs> um, so you know, it was good to. Good to get uh, get together early this morning. Big show, big week, uh, lots going on. The good, the good thing that I like about this week is the last weekend before the NRL season kicks off next week with the trials. And, of course, uh, we've got the Indigenous game. Um, and the reason Nico Hines, I was, I was walking yesterday on the way back, is thinking about Nico Hines, Dan Carter. Like, Craig Fitzgibbon mm. has obviously said, man, you need to go over there. You're a great kicker. You need yep. to go and work with the best. And he sent him over here, obviously, while he was with the Indigenous to get some work done with Dan Carter. Great work um, from the from Craig Fitzgibbon and Nico Hines to get that done. So um, really looking forward to that and everything else that's coming up. We've got lots of lots going on. What have we got coming up there, Kempi? Who well, have we got going on our show today, mate? It's a big show today. We're going to be talking some league, but coming up after seven, we'll be taking... Uh, and talking development and pathways again, yes, we're back. Adam Blair, he will kick off his coaching career, first-year coach with the One Warriors SG Ball Cup team in the under-19 NRL competition. So uh, we'll get a get a chat from Adam to see how he's going and what he thinks about flipping the coin, mate, from player to coach. Then we'll hmm. be heading down to my neck of the woods to talk to Comantina Bay's trainer, yep, Robbie Patterson, as he gets... All of his horses lined up for a few good chances on Saturday's race meeting in Taranaki. He's got a few in there. He's got mm. one in the Taranaki Cup as well. Um, Mary, what is it called? Mary Louise. So we'll have a chat to him about that. After eight, we'll uh, chat Black Caps. We've been chasing him all week in India. And Kyle Jameson has been named in the team. So we'll get his thoughts on his inclusion in the upcoming series against the UK. The English boys, Baz, and it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Is it's the best day of the week where we get to rattle off the Friday tip all to close the show. Big show, big week. Can't wait to crack it up. Yeah, beauty, mate. Yeah, Kyle Jamison. They've just named the the test side this morning for that England series. Tim Southey, Michael Bracewell, Tom Blundell, Devin Conway, Matt Henry, Kyle Jamison, Tom Latham, Daryl Mitchell, Henry Nichols, Ish Sodi, Neil Wagner, Blair Tickner, Kane Williamson. And Will Young to round off a pretty formidable side. So looking forward to having a chat to Kyle. He's been a name that's on been on everyone's minds at the moment. Whereas Kyle, how's he tracking with his back injury? You know, as a player that really made us stamped his mark on the on the cricket scene early. Got the, probably the biggest offer for an IPL player in NZ. Big bucks over two million dollars. 
from the top wow. of my head. So big money. Um, he's had his fair share of niggles as of late in Kempe. I'm pretty sure the Black Caps would love to have him right now. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, just uh, I guess when you're playing cricket, you know, look, I played a bit of cricket at school. Um, but I guess when you're playing it at that level, the bowling and the batting goes hand in hand. You know, so, so if you've got a good attack when you're out there and you're in the field and then you go and you've got really good confidence with your batting, but vice versa, mm. um, if you get put in the bat and you, and you struggle, then the pressure goes back on the bowlers to try and try and pull, pull them out of the bag. So um, getting someone of Kyle's, I guess, talent back in the side under the current circumstances, mate, they'll be jumping, they'll be jumping out of the skin, no doubt. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. Got a wee bomb squad later on uh, regarding the cricket. Um, particularly the difficult situation that the Black Caps are facing at the moment. Uh, There's a few uh, areas of work that they need to do, but Matt Henry and Kyle Jamison's inclusion into that side, it uh, really gives me a lot of confidence, and I'm looking forward to that series, taking on Bears, the one and only seen Bears (laughs) in the country with England colours on and the England, you know... um, The Rose... Emblem on his on his chest. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to react, Kempe. It's it's I, a funny sight. If I'm just thinking about it, it just yeah, it makes me a little bit ill. I saw I saw a funny one on Instagram this week when Owen Farrell um, he's getting interviewed and, and his dad. I played lots of football against his against his father Andy Farrell, great player. Um, but he's obviously got grandkids to Owen, and he's given them. Um, Irish oh. tracksuits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and he's given his grand bo- his boys, uh, his grandsons, Irish tracksuits. And Owen's come home and they're in Irish tracksuits and say, what are you doing? And they go, well, granddad's got us some Irish tracksuits. You go, yeah, you can wear those Irish tracksuits when granddad's here, but you're putting that English jersey back on <laughs> when he's not. So um, you're dead right about Baz, you know. Just, uh, look, look, I'm, I'm always big on bleeding black. Yeah. I have been on... You know, people that black know caps me all know day, that, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, black, black, anything. I don't yeah. care who you, you know, who you, who you represent. If you're a Kiwi, like I came up in, a, in an era where the black jersey meant everything to me. Whether it was I wanted to be an All Black, I ended up being a Kiwi. Mm. Um, and there was no way in the world that I was going to play for anyone else. So you know, state of origin, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it looked great on telly, but it will never take away that feeling of, of getting my first black jersey. And I think with Bears, deep down, his heart is black. You know what I mean? So um, I think if I was, you know, and I've had a little think think about it. If I was in Bears's shoes, I would be going, thinking more of it as, like, this is great, I'm actually playing against my team. Yeah. As opposed to I want to destroy my team. And... You know, it's great to be in that competition where hopefully I can go out there and beat my team. I don't really want to beat them, but hopefully I can go out there and do that as opposed to, you know, well, I'm English and I'm, you know, how some guys, you know, when you look at the the, the Aussie team at the moment, the, the Aussie rugby league team, well, you got to spot the Aussie. You know what I mean? I don't think we're like that with Bears. So, mm. um, big well, series. Here's a question. That, hmm? What anthem does he sing? Well, <laughs> God save the king. Have you ever noticed? God of nations. Yeah. <laughs> there you wow. go. He sing both. <laughs> <laughs> Can he sing? <laughs> he can't sing. He can't sing, sing to save himself. Double eight, double three, big show today. We're talking cricket. We're talking a uh, bit of football, bit of racing, and, and plenty, because there's plenty going on. And um, it's an interesting situation that's taken place overnight there, Kempe. 
with the footballing sense. Um, New Zealand football thought they had their man, and they've done a full. Well, they've been left out in the lurch, left out in, in the middle of nowhere, and now they're in a situation when they've got no one. And it's a really sad situation too when you think about it. Uh, this John Herdman situation. Uh, I know. So tell John, us a bit about John because I know I spoke to you. You, you know him. Yeah, I, I know John. We sort of we started off our coaching careers around the same time. He was coaching New Zealand New Zealand football, so he's not new to New Zealand football. He's a current Canadian coach, men's coach, and you know how well they did through the World Cup. They were great. You know, they were really good to to watch. And Johnny Herdman, he's coached our, our women's team. Um, and par- apparently, and I see the speculation by New Zealand football being shoved out, saying, you know, we're not going to get involved in that journal- journalistic speculation. But the fact is that John Herdman, um, Herdman and Ufik Tale have actually come in and ruled themselves out. Mm. So it's not it's not speculation because they've actually come out and said it. So um, it got me thinking about, you know, that... that and it's a massive problem between our national sporting officers and our professional game, is that we've got people that sit inside Sport New Zealand, High Performance New Zealand, and these national sporting officers that don't know the professional game. Mm. They've had nothing to do with it. They haven't been in professional clubs. They don't know professional athletes, and yet they make these massive decisions around um, appointments, uh, especially around coaching appointments, which in this case is seen to have backfired. Before uh, they even had it signed on the dotted line, Kimpy. And now you've got a situation, Kimpy, with the, the Phoenix. Ufuk Tale is a, a quality coach. What he's done to that Phoenix outfit, they've made the playoffs in the last couple of years, a team that has struggled plenty of times, and he's come back and gave them a little bit more confidence and they're starting to win here and on the road. Well, now he's, he's a wanted man. He's, and their trump card was hopefully he'll get that all whites job and that will allow him to be able to do both and stay in the country. Obviously, New Zealand football didn't like that approach. They wanted an individual coach to be there full time. And so this is a situation for the Phoenix now. Ufuk Tale is going to be a wanted man. Whether he, he's, you know, he's already come out and said that he potentially might move on and, and look elsewhere. You know, he's done as much as he can here and he's achieved some things, but, you know, time goes on and you've got to make big decisions. So there's a situation now that, that even the Phoenix could be out with a, with that, without, without a quality a coach. coach. Yeah, and I guess when you look at it, the appointments of coaches, well, the, the professional game would be totally different. I, I can guarantee you the Phoenix will handle this differently. Mm. You know what I mean? There's uh, There's been no comment from them on the, on the back of this. You look at, let's, let's have a look at Phil Gould and, and Cameron Seraldo. Like, full gold courted Cameron Seraldo. He knew him from Penrith. He made sure that he had him signed and coming to Canterbury before he even knew it himself. You know what I mean? And and when it was announced, there was no way of backtracking. And in this instance here, it looks like, oh, yeah, from a couple of conversations, a decision has been made to go to the press and announce it. Mm. Or just let the, let the slip of the tongue announce it. And you can't do that in professional sport. Because what the, the ramifications from here is, is that the players that Danny Hay, if we remember and we go back to Danny Hay, says we were about professionalism and we don't like what the national body's doing because they're unprofessional and I'm bringing a professional attitude to here. The players are sitting in the background and they're going, well, we've been trying to deal with this in the, in the pathway with Danny. Mm. And here we go again. You can't even announce the coach and get that part right. So it's a, a real interesting. I don't think it's gone away, and I don't think it will go away. Who they get is anyone's question. Well, two of the top candidates have, you know, let themselves um, put themselves out of the picture. And John Herdman over in Canada, he's pledged 
his allegiance back to Canada, and uh, they're obviously hosting the World Cup in 2026. And he he sent out a post in regarding um, in regarding the the question or you know the the rumours that were circling. Success at this level will always invite opportunity. I've received several offers in recent months, all of which I've turned down, including an offer from New Zealand Football. To our Canadian players and our fans, I want to reiterate my commitment to Canada soccer and the growing of this program at the World Cup in Qatar. Our men showed the world that they belong at the level. I'm not going anywhere. We still have a job to do, and the objective is to take this team to the next level in 2026. So John Herdman has well ruled himself out to take over New Zealand football. Ufuk Tale was told the other day that he isn't going to be considered, so he's ruled him <laughs> out. And now they're reading, would you do a, a, a U-turn? He said, hell no. Hell and no. I don't... I, I agree with him. Well, I don't blame him because <laughs> he's going, you guys don't, you know what Ufik's going, he's going, you guys don't know what you're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? So how am I going to go and put myself in that position when you can't even get this part of it right? I, I had a giggle when John came in because I know him and he's a fiery little character. So when he came out and he stamped his authority on that uh, on that post to say, I don't care what you're talking about, this is coming out of the horse's mouth. I haven't signed. I've got bigger jobs to do here in Canada, and I'll be here. And, I'm, and especially when he said to my fans, to my supporters and my fans, I'm, I'm telling you, we've got, still got programs to build here in 2026. Um, you know, that's just the, the type of person. I guess why they really wanted John Herman, Herdman, because they knew of him and the, of how he operates and, and what a, uh, an honest bloke he is. So, But I seriously don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. Well, just on there, Kempe, it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. We're talking New Zealand football. It was all out in the public. Everyone knew the news. John Herdman was coming to New Zealand to coach the All Whites, Canadian coach, coming over to help out. Our can't wait question of the day. Was it the right decision from New Zealand football to let go of Danny Hay, given the struggles they are now facing to find a new coach? Was it the right decision from New Zealand football to let go of Danny Hay? Given the struggles, they're now facing to find a new coach. Double eight, double three on the temper bed post text machine, or even better, give us a call. 0800 150 on the Kennards Hire phone line. It is at the top of the news at the moment. Overnight, John Herdman has turned down New Zealand football's offer to coach the All Whites. So was the decision to let Danny Hay go the right one? Let us know. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.